Welcome to Maximum Octane and your ride to the entrepreneur's evolution in the automotive industry. I'm your host, Kim Hickey, former shop owner turned industry educator, speaker, and entrepreneurial motivator. Each week during our ride together, you will hear unfiltered stories of inspiration and transformation shared by successful business owners and CEOs. Their experiences will motivate you to do things you never thought possible, encourage you to reach your full potential, and help you to exchange unproductive habits for productive ones. While many of my guests will be related to the automotive industry, it's crucial in the world of tomorrow that we stop being silos and we open our minds to ideas and inspiration from other industries as well. We also know that to be truly successful in business, you must have a healthy work and home life balance. All of my guests are handpicked with these crucial elements in mind. Our industry is evolving by the second, and we need to as well. Buckle up, because here we go. Welcome back, Maximum Octane. Still, I am still recording and interviewing from Fajardo, Puerto Rico, and uh, there are going to be many episodes coming from here because I have a captive audience with our vendor partners, our coaches, our everybody. She's got members. a rope. She just walks down the hall. <laughs> it's like Yellowstone. She just flips it. Oh, you're coming in. You're doing a podcast. I know. I'm like lassoing. I got a cool studio set up. And all of the equipment is not here yet. It got delayed in shipping. So tomorrow, there will be different equipment. So joining me today is one of my colleagues and friends, Mr. George Zeeks. And uh, we have a lot of fun together, don't we? Yes, yes, absolutely. So if there had to be like a carbon copy almost of a (laughs) two people... The, the same, if you overlay our personality profile tests and other things are almost identical. So that leads to some very interesting yes. and passionate conversations. The psych profiles are way <laughs> too alike. And either we totally agree and we're in, or, or, or banging heads and then with that later on we totally agree again. So it's, uh, you know, whenever you're intense about something, that's the way it goes sometimes. Yes, it always makes for some interesting things. Especially when, when we start going at it, everybody else just kind of go, oh, they sit back. <laughs> they kind of run. So George is has many certifications over the years, but right now, probably the most current ones, I would say, and that you're actively using it in addition to all your tech stuff and all your other things is the executive coach certified. And you are also a certified Maxwell life coach. Yes, absolutely. It's very good. Yes. So, you know, there's a lot of jokes about life coaches and like Uh, what kind of yoga pants they're going to wear and like there's all kinds of. I, I, absolutely. There's a, there's a huge difference. And, and Kim, Kim is obviously, she's an executive coach certified all, you know, obviously. And that was what, that's one of our things that we kind of kibble about back and forth, if that's even a word. So yeah, it, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's different. And it's, I think find it very useful, but you'll see as we go through this podcast, you'll be like, where's this guy coming from? And you know, you'll, well, John sense. Maxwell is very proven track record. And oh yeah. Has inspired millions of people. So any kind of programs for him is, I would say pretty good. You're also Genos emotional intelligence certified. Yes, absolutely. And, and you use that a lot and, and Google business certified. Yes, absolutely. You know, the, the Google local SEO using uh, your Google business product, that's what it's called now, it used to be your Google uh, Google My Business page, Google local page, now it's Google business product. Um, that's incredible for whatever business you're in. You know, you need to learn about that because that's money, money, money. 
and just all it takes is a little bit of time. You don't have to buy your way into the club. A little bit of time makes a massive difference in flow. You actually just did a test with your daughter in real estate, right? <laughs> yeah. So I taught my daughter. She was a real estate agent. I taught her how to set up a real estate page for herself. And then she's doing land sales where they literally buy a mountaintop. They subdivide it, put a road in, they sell it. And so she told them that their their, their Google SEO presence wasn't very good. And her and I sat down, we did evaluation. She went and talked to them and they started paying her 60 grand. And then they were paying 70,000 a month for 270 leads. And he asked her, he said, did you know how many leads we got from this this company? And she said, no, you didn't share that with me. And he goes, 270, we paid 70,000 last month. In, and a month. Goes, In a month. And he goes, you know how many leads you had? And she said, like 400 and some. And he goes, how much did you spend? He, she said, well, like $700. And, and he said, so your base your base pay just went from sixty to 100000 plus all the commissions. So, you know, what this means is she won't have to live with me ever again. <laughs> it's, it's a very good thing, ladies and gentlemen. That's the one thing about George likes to dabble and experiment and just see, can we apply this where and, you know, other industries and how does this work? So today, and I had to write this down because I have not heard of it before, but... <laughs> George is uh, one of his, when he's up in the middle of the night doing crazy research and being the mad scientist that he is, is region beta paradox. So, George, what the heck is that? Okay, so this is really important, and, and this answers a lot of questions for you, and it's how things changed slow and fast, okay, and how do you make the difference? So let's, let's deal with a really basic, basic example. So let's say it's a, it's a, it's a nice day and it's spring. Right here, we're in Puerto Rico. It's like 87. Okay. But let's say it's like 72, right? Beautiful day. It's springtime. You want to go a half a mile. Okay. To go a half a mile, you may say, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and walk. I'm going to walk that half a mile. This is my goal to get here to half a mile. I'm going to go ahead and walk. Because it's nice out. It's nice out and it's not that far. Okay. okay. So it's a little goal. Now, let's say that you had to go two miles, same day, same weather, two miles, you're probably going to jump in a car and drive. Okay, here's here's the problem. You're going to pass that half mile mark when you drive way before you ever get to it. And you're going to get to the two mile mark before you even walk to the half a mile mark. The mode of transportation, the mode of travel, the way you inflict, inflict, embrace the change, the way you look at where your goal and vision is, that changes everything. And that's the difference between slow and fast. Let me give you a different example. So let's say... Yeah, because right now that sounded like a word problem. Yeah, okay. So let, let's do a different one. And, and you've seen this with you've, you've seen this with the staff. You may have been in this situation yourself. So let's say I work at a job and I, I don't like the job. Okay. And, and I don't like my boss. And I don't like the people I work with. Okay. And that phrase that you've heard that many people leave a, lead a life of quiet desperation, that's really where that comes from. They're in, a, they're in a job that they're unhappy with. They don't really see a big future. They don't like the people they work for or with, but yet they're making enough money so they can pay their bills and they find some level of basic satisfaction because they're not in pain. Because the, the uh, uh, Peterson says that the the basic definition of happiness is lack of pain, okay? That's fine. So once you're out of pain, 
the next step, according to Dom Draper, and I'm using these quotes, that's from Mad Men. If, you know, I love Dom Draper. Yeah, oh, yeah. And so happiness, once you've got rid of lack of pain, happiness is the moment just before you want more happiness. Okay, so it's, it's a never-ending thing. What you're really looking for, once you've gotten rid of pain, you're looking for fulfillment. Okay, so if you're in a job, you hate the job, uh, you hate the people you work for, you don't like this, you don't like that, da, 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 but it's enough money so that you're out of pain, then you'll stay there. So you're actually better off, and this is where this region beta paradox comes in, this is where this gap is. You're better off being in more pain, being more unhappy, okay, so that you actually make a change and you go into something that, that where you like where you work and you like the people that you work for and you like what you do. And if you like those three things, you're going to be so much better at it and you're going to make more money in the end. So what we're talking about here is, is you and, and your business and your, and your staff and yourself, okay? So let's talk about your business for a second, right? Sure. So if you're going to set a goal, and it's a small goal, okay? Let's say you're going to increase sales 5,000 this year or 5% this year, okay? 5%, very small number, okay? Frankly, you'll get 5% out of, in, out of inflation. Yeah. yeah. So that it's really not much of a goal to begin with. It's but, a bigger goal, but, yeah, but for the conversation. Yeah, for the conversation. I mean, you get 10% with the inflation that we have. But here's the problem. If that's the goal, you're going to move slowly towards that goal because it's not a big goal. Okay, if you set a big goal, you know, and they call them the BHAG, right? But we won't say what that is. But anyway, if you set, if you set a big goal, okay, and this little goal, this is just one step of all the different steps that are involved in this big goal. Because you've changed the way you think and you've changed the way you move, you're literally going to bypass that half mile mark, right? That crappy job that you hate. And you're going to move past that towards the other goal faster, and you're going to achieve more in the long run. If you get slower to that little tiny goal, then once you've hit that goal, guess what? You're still there. Okay, and now you have to set another little tiny goal. And you're never going to get to where you really want. And the problem that we see, the whole reason I bring up the with, with the, the beta paradox is the fact that it's what creates plateaus in people. And we see this all the time in businesses. You know, a, a business will come in and we'll work with them. And maybe they're barely paying the bills. They're barely paying themselves. They're spending their vacation. Instead of going to the beach or the mountains, they're spraying each other with a garden hose in the backyard. That's that's the extent of their vacation. Maybe they cook a couple of hot dogs on the grill. Okay. Then they get up to a point where – because. If, when you're in that point and you're in pain, what you want to do is you just want to get to that next level. And that next level basically looks like I'm paying all my bills and I'm paying myself. Okay. And then once I do that, now I'm out of pain and then I sit for a while. And sometimes you sit for a long time. And sometimes because you're afraid, which is you know, loss, you know, uh, loss aversion, which is a natural bias, you don't want to lose what you got. So you're afraid to move forward because you're afraid to lose that. And then you're just going to sit there forever. And that's the problem. You need to be in more pain. You have to think bigger. And that more pain will actually incite you. Okay. Be dissatisfied. Okay. Not just a little. Be really dissatisfied. 
and say, I'm worth more than this. I need to be more than this. I deserve more than this. And that way, if you get really, really upset with yourself, you're going to set bigger goals. Get big, get bold, and then you're going to go further faster. That's one of the things I think that's so frustrating when working with people and business owners is they're in so much pain. Usually when we start working with them that once they're not, they're just like, they, they don't care. They just don't want to ever go backwards mm-hmm. but and they don't care about anything else. But then the problem is if you just stay exactly the same and you don't continue to try to grow or whatever, you do wind up going backwards. Yes. There's no staying at that level. And everybody needs a catalyst. It's, I don't know anyone ever. And I, I say this all the time. Have you ever met anybody that went to the doctors and came back and said, my doctor said, everything's great. My blood, my weight, my height, my everything. Oh no. So never. I'm going to start working out tomorrow. Never. No, no, no. It's got to be something. Yeah. And that's a great example. Right. It's a fantastic, you, you got to be in pain. You know, my doctor, you know, said that I needed to be, I'm six foot. You don't even want to know the yeah. things that George's doctor has oh, to yeah. say. Oh, yeah. We have, we have, we have arguments. <laughs> I have, I argue. So I'm six foot and the doctor says I have to be at 185 and I am, I'm at 235 and I'm morbidly obese and I needed to be at like 185, 165, some crazy number. And I'm like, I have a weight that's since high school. Okay. I mean, this is crazy. But it, every time, every time she, every time she does it, it, it makes me angry. And then I just go to the gym more, you know, it, 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 you've got to have a catalyst. You need the catalyst. Yes. And, and you have to have the big goals. I, and I don't know if I ever shared this story on here and if I did, you're going to hear it again, but um, I, I read an article about a, a woman that went to a real estate, like a one day boot camp or class. And they said, you're going to come out of here and you're going to increase your sales and you're going to do amazing. And so she, they said, if you just do everything we say, step by step, you're going to have, you know, everything you ever dreamed of. So they said 80, 80% close rate, something like that. Right. So she goes back, she applies everything they say. She gets it from like 3% to 5% to 10% to 20 everything. They're like, follow the steps, They money back guarantee, blah, blah. She worked at it eight months, nine months, and it was supposed to be like within three months if you mm-hmm. listen. And she couldn't, she couldn't hit the, the 80% or whatever. So she went back again because it was like this guarantee you can come back and up. And she listened to the whole thing again. She checked her notes. She went through everything. She's like what the heck I'm doing everything. So after the presentation was over, she stopped the instructor or the presenter and said, listen, your thing's a bunch of crap. I've been doing everything you said exactly faithfully every single day. And I cannot get to 80%. I'm at like 78 or something. The guy almost fell over. They said you would get 8% increase. (laughs) That's awesome. So had she heard 8%. Right. She would have been thrilled going from 3% to 8%. That's exactly what we're talking about. Your perfect story. That's exactly what we're talking about. And so, and they said, we didn't even think that was possible. And you don't know what's possible, right? Unless you really do it. But here's this, can you imagine like, can you imagine somebody coming up to you and being like, listen, here's all this stuff and just, oh my gosh. And so, but good for her because she kept going and she didn't know not to stop at 8%. And we see that a lot with service advice. It makes me crazy 
they'll ask or a shop owner will ask too, what's, what close rate should it be? I'm, there is not. You should be closing as many sales as you can and you should be building the right, you know, we can give you a formula for the estimate stuff, but I am not telling anybody that you should be at a 50% close rate or 60% or 70 because they get to that and then they stop and then they hang their head on that. And then they kind of lay back a little bit because they hit that goal and then they there's there's no more sense of urgency. There's no more catalyst, right? And then they're just kind of done. And that and, and and that is the problem. So if you think about this, whether you're out there watching, you're a shop owner or a business owner, or you're someone who works in works in the shop, you one, you need to set goals for yourself. You need to set goals with each other in the shop. We we here, we don't rely on management to set goals for us. We set goals and challenge each other and we just see what's possible. And we, you know, how, how far can we push this envelope? How far can we do, you know, how far could this go? And we don't set little goals. We set really, really big goals. And when you do that, you end up going so much farther, so much faster, and you don't have that time to sit back and go, okay, well, I did that. I wonder what's next. Oh, let me just rest for a while and get it. Listen, if you've accomplished some big things and, and you've been working really, really hard and you want to take a break and, uh, and, and uh, enjoy the fruits of your labor, great. Set a time. Set your next goal. Set a time that you're going to start that next goal. Take If you if it's a, a week, if it's a couple of days, if it's two weeks, whatever, enjoy, absorb it and, and you know, appreciate what you've accomplished. But set the next goal. Because remember... Happiness is the moment before you want more happiness. I mean, it's not about happiness. And if you think it's about happiness, you're looking at this totally wrong. It's about fulfillment and setting the big goals and reaching the, you know, the halfway mark or the quarter mark or the three-quarter mark. You, you're on the way to something. It changes the quest of your life. Okay, you don't stop. I mean, so you made the journey with all the certifications you have, and all the certifications that I have. We've gone through all these different things. So, so why, why do, why not get one and stop? You know, why did you keep going? Because I would be bored out of my mind, and I always have to be learning and challenging myself. Because if not, I'll, I'll get very complacent. And and you know, it's you can't. The world is changing all the time. People are changing. The basic core fundamentals of them are the same, but mm-hmm. the the way we speak to people, the way we listen and different things changes and, and you have to look at things in a new way. And so we get in, in ruts, I think, and I hate, mm-hmm. that's why I hate, everybody teases me about back in the day. That is my, some people don't like curse words. Some people don't like whatever it, back in the day makes my head just want to explode because there's so many people that live back in the day and they're always talking about their glory days or when the business used to do this or when I could hire 10 techs or waiting at the, whatever it is, it stop it because we don't live back in the day. And when you get that mentality, you stop learning, you stop growing. Let's, we talked about 10% a second. So let's just talk about that for a minute because many years ago, 10% was a big goal for people to grow their business, yeah, right? Especially depending on where you're at. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So 10% was like the holy grail. Like if yes. you increase 10% a year, Every that year. would be great. Yes. Well, my gosh, if you're not increasing 10% a year, you have to increase 10% now a year just to stay where you were the year before because yes. of inflation and the way things are going up. 
So that's not a big, you know, and people don't realize when they're like, oh, Kim, I, it doesn't matter what industry I, I increase. Oh, my sales were up X amount of dollars. And then I quick run the math in my head, ask a couple of questions. And I'm like, well, you didn't increase your, your profit. And they're like, well, how do you know? And I'm like, cause you just <laughs> told me what you did that you did last year. And so I know that you didn't increase the units or whatever right. it is you're selling. So I know that with taller sales, you made less money. And they're like, I'm a magician or something like a, like a mind reader. And it's like, no, it's simple math, right? It's so you got to have something to strive for. And here's the thing, George, so many times I hear people when they have big goals and then their family is in significant others and whoever they're like, you're just never happy. You just are never happy. <laughs> what do you say to that? Cause that, that infuriates me when I hear that. So again, for me, you know, cause the thing that I hear is never not that I'm never happy. I'm mean, you're never satisfied, and and absolutely I'm never satisfied, and and I, I never don't I don't ever want to be satisfied. And that's a huge distinction that people don't yes. understand. There's happy and there's satisfied, and that's a big difference. And, and so let's take this. Let's take the ten percent. Let's take this region beta. Beta paradox. Let's wrap this around another way. I want okay. you to say that five times fast. Yeah. Region beta, beta paradox. And look, look <laughs> it up. If you don't, if you believe I made this up, look it up online. It, it's Can we there. just call it the RBP? RBP. We yeah. Love our there you acronyms. go. Okay, RBP. Okay. So here, here's the thing. You heard it here first. So, <laughs> in order, you could achieve certain levels of success for you for your business. Okay, and let's say you're not a shop owner. Let's say you're a manager. Your your success, okay, this, the sense of, uh, you know, not being satisfied of always wanting more, always trying to uh, get more to seeking fulfillment, okay, going to that next level. It's a, it's a never ending process. But here's the thing. So sales went up by 10%. Let's say we, that happened. Okay. What have, what are you doing as a manager, as a, as an owner of a business? Okay. But let's talk about the managers too. What are both of you in either position? What are you doing for the people under you? Do you have anyone in your shop living a life of quiet desperation? Is there someone, is there more than someone? Do you have all shop? You know, is there something going on with somebody there that what's their next step? You know, I, I've run into people and they go, oh, you know, you sucked up at the happiness, right? And, oh, yeah, that, you, you know, Bob's never happy. He's never happy. Well, guess why? He probably, he probably didn't like you and he probably doesn't like his job very much. And what are you doing to help him? Okay. Emotionally, intellectually, are you doing training? Are you, are you working on goals with that person? You know, and, and so this, this is a, I'm kind of wrapping back around to something else. But so one of the things that we want to look at in uh, Hannibal Lecter said it, everybody knows Hannibal Lecter. The thing we covet is the thing we see every day. And he actually got that from Marcus Aurelius, but Hannibal Lecter is just, cooler. So he's, much cooler. <laughs> he's much cooler than Marcus really. So, but here's the thing, having a goal poster and having that in front of people, the ocular activation, they see it every day. They see it. They want to have it. They want to achieve it. And you can help them and through either training, okay, or, or education or working with them or talking with them or inspiring them. And getting them to talk about what, what that goal is and what they want to do, helping them stay on that path towards fulfillment and not just being barely happy and free of pain, 
get them out of that life of, you know, silent desperation, get them out of that point where, well, you know, I like my job better because I'm learning more. And I like my boss better because he's helping me learn more. And I like my coworkers better because we're all working better together. Grow that environment in your shop, put excellence up on a pedestal, and you can bypass this because I'll tell you again, look it up because it's a real thing and it's living out there and we've gotten used to it. We think that that's, that's, that's life in America, right? The grind, right? The struggle, you know, to make it ends meet, to pay the bill, working for the man. Dude, if that's the way you think, you got to get realized sink and thinking. You have control over your life and you have an impact on the people around you. It's up to you to make a difference in other people's lives. That's what you're here for. All excellent points. And I'm just, my head right now is running through, I don't even know how many scenarios of people <laughs> I know whether business owners, people, just personal life, family members, and it's almost they get to a point where they're, they're just ready to die almost. They're just, yes. they're just, it's such a thing. Have you seen the TV show Separation yet no. on Apple? No. You need to watch it because you will love it. So it's about like the work, the balance, happiness, not being stressed, and, and the world wanted people to not be affected by work and not have to think about it in their personal life. And also you go and you get a microchip put in your head. And when you pull up at work, you hit a certain floor in the elevator and then all of your home life memories, you don't know if you're married, you don't know if you have kids, you don't know whatever. And you just work and you work and you work. There's production numbers. And then at the end of the day, you clock out, you get in the elevator, you hit a certain floor and then you know who you're married to, you know how many kids, but you don't know anything about work. And so they keep it totally separate. And it's it's like such a crazy thing when you watch it, but it's like, oh my, because it breaks it down to like the simplest thing, you know, and they're just grinding during the day and they're like, they don't know why they're doing it. They don't know why, they don't know the reason. And that's when we don't have goals and we don't have something we're doing so that, you know, the experiment kind of doesn't go quite when you start watching it, right? Because you got a bunch of people in there grinding away, but they don't have a why. Yes, They don't have passion. They don't know what they're doing it for, what the next thing is. They're just in there doing it. So it's kind of like a a visual of what you're talking about. And I I can definitely see where, you know, so in this, you know, intellectual, you know, controlling world that that would turn in, you know, cause you're not bringing any home problems with you. Okay. So you're creating this perfect worker. The problem is, is you're not bringing any joy from home with you you're either. Not. And and it's like, you're you, now you're trapped. I mean, what, what do you, Oh, I see this going very, very bad. Just very bad. This is, this is You're, you're going to love this show. Cause it's so, it, I mean, it speaks to so many things and it's like, Oh my gosh. But so RBP, which we're just going to say, because I don't okay. want to say that five times fast. They need to look it up. They yes. need to check it out. But you yes. have to have goals. Don't let anybody tell you you're never happy. You're never satisfied, whatever way they want to word it. Know what the difference is. I am very happy with the certifications and education and everything else that I have and do and my home, whatever, but I am not satisfied. I want to learn more. I want to be better. I want to grow as a person. I want to evolve. I want to stay current and not be about back in the day, but I am a very happy person. And uh, so can I tell a real quick story? Sure. I know you're wrapping up. So I was 17 and I graduated from high school. So 
I actually started my senior year when I was 16 through 17 in December. So now I'm 17. They wanted them out quick. Yeah, I'm telling you. You know, there's uh, yeah. oh, okay, stories. Anyway, so uh, my mom actually is dying from cancer. I didn't want to go to college. She wanted me, I wanted to join the army, jump out of planes and blow stuff up, which I eventually did. But, you know, she made me promise that I would go to college. Well, the problem is, is there's no money for little Georgie to go to college. Okay. I took the test. I, I submitted it to University of Maryland, I, you know, just because she kind of wanted me to, you know, I, and, and so I got in. And then she made me make this promise. And then I started looking at how much this costs. There's no money. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not athletically inclined to the point where I'm going to get any kind of scholarships. <laughs> There's no money there. And, and my grades were good, but they weren't like money good. So I worked all summer. I worked three jobs. And this was supposed to be the best summer because the idea was have the summer off, go in the Army in like September, right? And now this is all shot. You know, and and when your mom's dying from cancer and you make that promise, you oh. know, you you, you, you it's you got to do it. So I'm working three jobs. You know, that summer, not a lot of fun. Okay, and what ended up happening? So September, I I get in, I buy the books, and some of these books are like five and six and seven hundred dollars. And I'm freaking. And come October, I realized that. I can't do three jobs and go to school. I can't do two jobs and go to school. One job isn't enough. So at 17, in October, end of October 17, I created my first business, you know, carpet cleaning business. And I just kind of went from there. And I paid my way through college. It took me five years because I was working a lot. But this is um, 77, 77, 78, 79, 82, right? 77, 82, five years. At the end of the five years, at 82, I was putting between twelve and $1,500 a week in my pocket cash. And I kept my business on an Atari 800 home computer. <laughs> I'm aging myself. In the middle of this, my mom had passed, but I had made that promise. And um, when you talk about everything that we're talking about, when I got done from college, a lot of people would say, well, that's, that, you know, $1,200, $1,500, that's really good money you know, at that age, right? 21, you know, why, what'd you do? I, I gave it to my dad. I gave him the computer, which he didn't have to use. And I tried to teach him. And and I said, I'm going to go to the army, jump out of place and blow stuff up. And he said, but you're doing so well. But I wasn't fulfilled. I hated it. It, goes, it ties right back into what we're doing. It doesn't matter how successful you are if, you do, if you're not being fulfilled. I hated what I do, was doing. In my house today, there are no carpets. We have area rugs. <laughs> It's hardwood floors. And when that area rug gets dirty, guess what I do? I throw it away. Okay. My wife, will, if, if I, I'm here, I guarantee you my wife is, because we have a steam cleaner in the house that she bought. I would never buy it. Okay. She's cleaning the area rugs. And you know why she's cleaning it right now? Because if I get home and they're dirty, I'm going to roll them up and throw away and go buy other ones. I don't, I, I don't care because I'll never clean a carpet myself. Never do it again. That's how much I hate it. But I had a goal. I had a promise. I fulfilled it. I did well. But the the key here is what's going to make you fulfilled? And that didn't. And money doesn't do it. So you have to find out what's going to fulfill you in life. 
And jumping out of planes, that was fun. And blowing stuff up was very fulfilling. Watching stuff go boo, it's, <laughs> it's amazing. It, it's great therapy. I, I suggest you should sign up. There's probably some place in Arizona you can go and you can blow stuff up and have a great time. <laughs> I, you'll love it. I'm Those sure there's places all over there. Uh, yeah, I'm probably highly illegal. There's probably some places in Mexico you could do it. So you make a little side money. Yeah, all right. Well, this is going on a, a, a tangent. tangent. Yes, maybe, sorry. It happens. Maybe we don't need to give out advice for illegal no, I, well, I wasn't talking illegal. I'm talking, <laughs> you know, yeah. When they pull up those casinos in Vegas, maybe you can help out there. Who knows? Oh, like a demolition, a demolition person. Yes. You do volunteer work if it makes you happy. <laughs> <laughs> Be the one who goes checks the charges right before they push the button. Uh, there you go. I think I'd be scared of that job to check the charges because there's so many things that can go wrong. I don't know if I trust, I would trust somebody else's processes enough to either pack my parachute or place all the charges and not hit the button before. Oh, there you go. But that's something else we have. That's a whole other story at another time. And maybe we'll have that conversation. Yeah. And that's a whole another thing we have in common on our uh, personality profile test is our uh, low trust level. So, so. With that being said, region beta paradise, paradox, paradise, paradise. something in paradise, because I'm yeah. happy and want to be there, fulfilled. Yes. I'm looking out the window at the ocean and the palm trees. Yes, and, it's beautiful here. So it is paradise here. So everybody, thanks for joining us. George, anything final? Just find out what you love and find out what the people around you love and help them. If you do that, you'll be fulfilled. And then you, you, all the money will just come. Don't worry about it. The money will come. Find something you love to do and help others around you, and the money will come. True story, 100%. All right, everybody, stay safe, make good choices, stay inspired, and we will be back next week. Thank you, George. See ya. Thank you for listening to this episode of Maximum Optane, your ride to the entrepreneur's evolution. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, topic ideas, or you just want to be a guest on my show, I want to hear from you. You can reach me directly at mlpodcast at autotraining.net. Thanks for listening and keep seeking information everywhere that you can.